0: One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional parts people test your battery for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. So, how is everybody? Everything okay? Are you all huddling up? Scared? Wondering about what's going to happen next? Well good, me too, because let me tell you something, right? While this stuff is wild and toxic as hell, you got another episode on the way because welcome to the J-Man Show here on K360 Radio. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion, and welcome to another J-Man show, Monster Fest Edition, here for episode 177. I'm your host, J-Man, of course, and yes, we have some things to get into. Matter of fact, you guys didn't get a mini-bite this week, and I'm probably probably wondering if you guys are wondering why you didn't get one. Well, let me tell you, because Tuesday night happened, and you see the thing is, a lot of y'all already got hit to the point where, hey, you know what? I didn't necessarily have to go ahead and talk to you that evening. Although I think I probably could have gave you some comforting words, but I'm not celebrating comfort right now. I'm celebrating discomfort. I'm celebrating fears, frights, and horrors. But apparently there are some people out there in real life that can do it a whole lot better than me. They're either Joe Biden or Monfjord Trump. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, my God, man. And, and I'm not doing this to laugh at those that are literally, literally scared of this kind of stuff, because, man, this is a crazy time. I knew things were toxic, but I didn't think that they were all out biohazard, man. This is radioactive right now. I mean, like, some of this stuff that's going on is crazy. How do you go up to a voting counting center, a polling place, and then saying, stop the count, stop the count? It's like, Are you insane? And then not only that, like it's because he's over there saying all that crap. They had to block him off of Twitter because all the wild stuff he was doing. I mean, and it only took him to this point to do that. By the way, they did it one time, I remember, and it was for like eleven minutes because I was there. But the thing is, it's so disgusting, man. I'm I'm ready for the beast to go. I, I'm tired. Gotta go. Gotta go. Simple as that. Now I know some of y'all are worried and probably like, "Oh my god, you should be talking about, should be talk." I'm like, "Look. I know y'all are scared. And I'm a little scared too, but not to the point where I'm paralyzed down. But see, I have to also be open-minded at the fact that there are people out there who not at who are not as strong-willed as j man for one thing. They have their strength in other ways. But another thing is is that I have to also be concerned about, you know, certain people out there who don't know how to handle all this wild stuff going on. This wild stuff was there. It was there all the way back into the new way anyway. You know what I mean? Ever since we went from the new 10s into this, well, we hobbled and fell over into this decade. Let's just be honest. This whole year has been unreal in the way of karma and then also in the way of just uh, things falling apart here on not. I mean, what, once again, you still have COVID floating around out there. And nobody knows whether that cure for it is real or not. I mean, there's a lot of things that are going down, but a lot of things are not being covered right now because of this election right here. Now, unless you're like, hey, Nevada, hurry your ass up, or or, hey, Alaska, all that kind of stuff, let's just keep it real now. We need to just chill out a little bit, because one way or another, we all have to get back out there and do what we got to do. I mean, some of us have to look for work in the morning. Some of us have to go to work in the morning. Some of us have to really keep it together up, t- up top for the sake of our family and our loved ones. I mean, you never know exactly what the reason is for why certain people act and lash out the way they do, but you also don't know the reason why certain people are necessarily trying to cause more trouble than they need to. A lot of people are afraid of their livelihood changing. You see, today's episode is not necessarily about movies in general i talked to you guys about that a lot during the monster fest this supposed to be the last week of it and one way or another things have shifted for me i mean you know because i'm supposed to be talking to you guys about like some more some more stories but i decided to talk to you guys about what real fear is fear is uncertainty fear is unknown i mean and fear is just a natural way our body reacts to things now the problem is fear's got like two ugly sisters with it the one that's called um there's one that's called uh, paralysis, and then there's the other one that's called anxiety. And you see, anxiety is when you fidget in, you, you know, you you're feeling all those different vibrations and uncomfortable energies just coming at you, and you just don't know how to react to it. So you either fold up and become one with paralysis, or you start figuring a way to just, you know, you you just falling apart. And then the worst part about it is. It all exists in different forms before it reaches its final form. And then you just fall apart. You know what I'm saying? Uncomfortably or comfortably numb. And it's it's, it's sad but true. And a lot of people are experiencing that right now. To be open minded to those things. And to listen and to be like you know what I get it. But I also know there are some people that will go to their anxiety as a form of a security blanket. And that's not cool either. But you understand what I'm saying. The ones that are really having a problem during this time. Or seasonal depressions, all that kind of stuff. Those things have lingering moments to trauma and fear. A lot of things could be happening to people out there. Like, you, you know, the ones that have to actually escort the people carrying the polls so that they can be counted. All that kind of stuff. Like, if anything, there's some people out here that want democracy to be democracy. The problem is you got to go to war for it. And I know a lot of y'all like are are longing for peacetime longing for days where you don't have to struggle as much longing for days where you don't have to work as hard. And at the end of the day, things go your way. But you know, the problem with the real world is, is that it's not perfect. And not only that, but also there's some people out there that delve and love disarray to the point where, Hey, they sleep and breathe it. My, um, my old manager used to be like that. Cause I mean, if I think about it, the more I dealt with, With him and uh, the would-be team lead underneath of him. I just really think this. I'm like, it's dysfunctional back here because of those two. And the way that they are not helping the people out. And the ones that are work, which was me and a few other people... We were getting the shaft left and right. Like, one way or another, they try to, you know, denounce what we say to them. They try to pull us into the office for some BS meetings. And, the, and one way or another, they try to always threaten, like, Oh, if not, you know, this lose a job. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking this. I'm like, I could lose a lot more than that because I really want to beat your ass. See, I'm Jay. <laughs> Let me tell you all something. See, that's the thing about me. I'm J-Man, folks. Like, one way or another, I will not hesitate to get in a fight. You understand what I'm saying? Or to really fight for what I believe in. And not only that, I'm usually like that because I know I'm right. And I'm willing to throw a few lefts to prove it. But you see, the thing is about people like that, the best way to beat morons like that is to be a success. And you see one way or another as I'm building J360 and I'm moving forward and I'm doing a lot of great things and I'm meeting some newer people and also working on newer projects... That grow this stuff, you gotta figure this. One way or another, I'm I'm getting my revenge more than one way or another. And it doesn't hurt me to do so. I'm willing to go that far. But had it had it been the old ways though, oh I'd be so quick to sucker punch my manager like I would uh the forty fifth retrograde. You know, Agent Orange or uh the hate pumpkin, the guy who's trying to squat in the White House when he loses. Things like that. You see, the point is, I'm just like really like there is a moment like fear operates a little different for me. It operates to the point where, you know, I know I got to do something about it. It's insurmountable as hell. It might be a sisyphalian task, but I got to do something about it. And the thing is, it's to the point where I get tired of it. I will handle it. You understand? Whereas I know some of y'all will just. You know, you don't know how to go about it, but you got to go ahead. You got to make a choice somewhere because it's never going to go away. And a lot of unrealist, a lot, a lot of unreal moments happen. It's uncertainty. That's what really feeds into this stuff. And we live off of it because we look at examples of it and a lot of the horror movies that we check out from time to time. Like, you know, certain circumstances where, you know, a person is going to work every day, doing all they got to do. And then it comes to them, the realization that they're dead the whole time. You know, like, there's been several Tales from the Dark Side episodes I looked at that ended up with that whole circumstance, such as The Last Car or uh, Mandrake. The, that That's the episode with um, Jerry Stiller as the shock jock that didn't know he was dead. And not only that, he was cascading in hell pretty good, and now he lives his life daily. As a hellbound DJ that talks to lost souls across the um, nether realm, it sounds like a cool job, don't it? But it's it's a little weird when it's multiple different time zones, and I mean literal time zones talking to you. So, eh. <laughs> which by the way was a pretty cool episode. Those two episodes I do recommend. But you see, the only problem with some parts of Tales from the Dark Side is some episodes are kind of you know weak and weak in terms of like it was on network television if it was on like a premium network it probably could have sold a little bit better and you probably would have gotten more out of it but hey guess what that's what tales from the Crip is for and indubitably i managed to get both boxes and i'm just sitting back chilling now there's another one i need to get it's night gallery so i'm looking forward to that and then of course you know i already got alfred hitchcock presents which uh yes The suspense factor gets me all the time, and I love it. Hopefully, I can make something just as good as him. I'm working on it, though. But um, as I bring this stuff up, like I said, most of the time it's uncertainty that comes to us, and then you got to realize this: the way we live nowadays, and how things have not been solved from like the first—well, not the first, but the modern. Let's just say modern. The no, not even that. The postmodern you know market crash like if anything things were healing getting there but it was a band-aid nonetheless you want real solutions you want things to actually get solved you want your livelihood to be a lot better you want things to improve and see much like anybody else like those that are probably still working at that old retail job it's not the current one i have but it's the old retail job And they were just being pushed to the brink. They were tired. They were stressed out. They started imposing all these nitpicky kind of rules on them, trying to be real strict to them for no real reason at all, making it just feel uncomfortable to want to get out of bed day to day. And and truth be told, they're holding on to that because... Of other circumstances, think about it. you got a mortgage, you got you know the kids' daycare and everything else, or the kids go to that school and and they didn't graduate yet, or you're hoping that you're teaching them the right ways and all. there's a whole lot of fear there that can go wrong just because you decided to make a change somewhere. You know what I mean when things are a lot more settled and in place, but you're not or like the circumstance out there where your job could easily be wiped out just because the company said, "You know what? There's nothing profitable in that sector. I just want to get rid of it." There's a lot of that. Scary, ain't it? Just in the blink of an eye, that whole thing is gone. And it's and, and it makes you think sometimes cuz it's like it's something that you can't control. And most times it's stuff that we can't control. But we still have to solve it, right? We still have to resolve that issue. And that's how usually a lot of these horror stories start. I mean, you know, but then there's the other circumstance where a horror story starts and it's based off of something that somebody else did have control over. You know what I mean? Like, um, what was that movie? It was, uh, the movie with that cursed banker in it. I think drag me to hell where she could have extended that gypsy woman's, um, extended that gypsy woman's um property for her house and all you know like could it extend i think it was a mortgage or something yeah it was and she was trying to reason with a reason with her but she wanted to show how aggressive she was so she could get a job because she was tired of working in the same job so if she did that the boss would notice like like wild stuff like that from time to time like some people will go that far to act a certain way just so they can get put in a line of comfort but that line of comfort had a cost to it and then here comes the cost coming to collect and then at the end of the day you ain't got enough to pay you're gonna pay in other ways and it comes in different forms like that i mean some of us are out here in our 20s and 30s wondering about our student loans some of us in our 20s and 30s are scared about retirement or dare i say it term life because guess what people are not hesitating to take a life nowadays there's a lot of fear out here A lot of horror, a lot of things to be concerned about and just be like, damn, I hope I'm making it somewhere. And then comes the point where, you know what? Failure. You're afraid to fail. Yeah, no, nobody wants to be labeled a failure, right? Nobody wants to sit there and fail or they get hit with all those F's throughout their lives. And then it gets to the point where, you know, they they're paralyzed by what comes after D, which is an F. Like, I, I mean it. You think about it. Like, I knew a guy who, yeah, I know a lot of people, don't I? But get this. <laughs> yeah, and I got about at least 12 seasons worth of stories. But this guy was, he, he was a lot more timid than he'd be. But he would get jobs in certain circumstances. Like, he would be a manager at a gas station or he would be working in a hotel. But he would always be afraid of stuff i tell it was something pointless or until he tried to tell somebody else how to live their life. And then I always used to look at him. I said, hey, man, you're not an expert at this stuff. Who the hell are you to come out of a woodwork and tell somebody how to live their life? I would look at somebody and be like, you know what? It's your choice how you want to handle it. Just understand that everything has a cost to it. If there's a toxic job out there, but do you want or need that job? And if you don't need that job anymore, leave it. But if you are on the verge and it's messing you up on the inside, you're going to have to go ahead and make sure you got some things in place so you can leave that job. Because there are so many more jobs out here. Yes, a lot of people will tell you about issue number one. A lot of people will tell you about things not paying out anymore. The mainstream media will happily tell you about certain circumstances that are not doing well for you. And you might not be good enough. You might not qualify. You might not this. You might not that. See the word might. Take out your shotgun and shoot that word for a minute. Because guess what? They know about as much as you do about it. You don't know. The point is, is this, are you willing to give up a line of comfort for that? Hey, you see, the thing is, a lot of people will answer no, or they answer, they don't know. And it's true. Like, you know, hey, you might have to give up that subscription to Netflix for a little bit, or Disney Plus may have to go bye-bye, because, you know, at the end of the day, you didn't want to just siphon off the, the funds for it. There could be a lot of reasons why. And truth be told, with the way things are and how reasonable some DVDs are, you know, you start wondering, why am I bit wasting my time with streaming networks anyway? And it can be a lot of things. I mean, granted, like a lot of people are sitting there wondering, you know, which way to go and where, where are they going to end up? Are they going to be happy? Are they going to be better off than what they were? And sometimes when you give up on something, it might be for your own good, and then chances are... You get where you need to be, you can get it back. There's little things like that, especially if you work hard enough for it. But I know a lot of people sit there and they freak out about things that they have no control over. I know a lot of people that sit there and say, oh, you know, I I just can't do that. But I look at them and they're all dead in the eyes. The living dead is out here already. And not from the movie. You know what I mean? Like all that zombie talk. It make you wonder from time to time. Like I'll sit there and and I'm looking at it. I'm like, like the people that I used to go to work with at that old retail job, I respect them and I commend them for what they did. But you see, the thing is, the smartest move for me was to go back to college. (laughs) That was the first thing I did as soon as I landed at that job. Cause I looked around, I said, this ain't it and got the hell up out of there. Among other things, like, you know, it's just like you you look at this and you can just see the writing on the wall. Like people and things don't respect you here. You're going to die if you stay here. You know, there's no way out for you. Hell, somebody else that was more qualified than you tried to get away, but he didn't make it. So what chance do you have? A chance you're willing to take. That's the answer, you know, like it's, it's little things like that. Now, a lot of people ask me, Hey Jay, during election time, how are you so calm? Well, first off, who the hell said I was calm? (laughs) I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. No, first off it's because I know I did my part when I go up and I vote, which I'm always going to do. The thing is I did my part. (laughs) It's the rest of the country. that got to do their part. And be mature enough to do their part. And another thing is when I know that when I did my part, my time is done, except for when I'm doing a show for all of you, or except when I'm doing an election special, which I was gonna do, but mm, not on this one. Not entirely. It's just like, you know, I it's out of my hands at that point. I have no control over it. I have to take care of Things on the micro and macro level. As building a small business, yeah, I have to take care of that, but I have to also check on my well being and where I'm going to be at and like what my mindset is and stuff like that. And I just remember I had the control over me. And then I look at the rest of my teammates and then I look and I'm like, okay, are you all right? Can you do this? Or, you know, things like that. That's what it is. But you see, unlike my would be team lead at that retail job, he's over there, he'll delegate and not do anything. Me, on the other hand, I will do something and I'll delegate. You know what I mean? And then not only that, I know I could lead it a lot better. I remember one time he was like, you you like to rebel. I looked at him, I said, if things were actually functioning around here, I wouldn't have to rebel about anything. And truth be told, you can call it a mutiny if you want to. But common sense should never take the place of what that damn employee handbook tells you. Just do the best you can. I mean, like, you had these people trying to stop you from going home. And they act like, you know, they don't even want you there to even do a job. Which is disgusting. Disgusting. And I I say this all the time, I'm like, you can like me, you can hate me. Those that listen to podcasts all the time, they could hate me for even doing this show. They could hate me for even getting to 177 episodes. But here's the thing, I'm going to go ahead and get to 200, then to 300, then to 500. And at that point, maybe then I could probably look at you and say, you know what, maybe you're right, but at the same damn time, you didn't stop me any other day. So why the hell am I going to stop now? Little things like that. And then at the same time, if they got a real problem with it, I can come back as an undead spirit and still do the thing while haunting your ass. You know, little things like that. It's restless with me because I have things to prove. But, you know, I've said too much. And that probably would be my future as a ghouling podcasting man or undead man in the later years and stuff. Still doing it up as my teeth fall out. My hair grays and my skin turns to dust. That would be wild as hell. Never know. Monster Fest is coming back next year, you know. And then, like, there's quite a lot of films that I need to go ahead and throw up on on the gram that I gave a five rating to. But let me give you this, right? This election season alone, five bloody knuckles. Because nobody's anticipating things. People are scared. And it's the right amount of fright that makes you wonder... Things like that. And you see, as I say this stuff, it's supposed to put a smile on your face. Like, I remember a long time ago, like, we used to make fun of these people at one time, Trump included. And it wasn't a big deal. This is why we need comedy. I mean, like some of y'all are doing it to the point where it's like back in the classic Greek traditions, you know, where we just had tragedy after tragedy after tragedy, and the people just start offing themselves because it seemed like the ideal thing to do. No, 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 no. We need to do it like how the Romans did it a little bit. One with open sex. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> then again, the Greeks were very, very proud about sex too. But no, no, let's let's get away from sex right quick. Like, do it like how the how the Romans did with a few things. Like, not only did you have a tragedy, but you had a comedy. You had something to laugh at. You had, you know, like comedy, much like tragedies, are supposed to evolve over time. Maybe the game is different. I guess. I don't know. I've just been working and experimenting, and then, like I'm supposed to, throw it at you, and hopefully you guys get it. And the thing is, is this, right? You gotta lighten up, you gotta laugh at things, you gotta have some fun. Like some of y'all will probably be like, well you know, this doesn't feel like that much of a Halloween episode. Well I gave you two scary story episodes in addition to talking about some other horrific things. So at the end of the day, yes, I'm lightening things up for now. Which by the way, uh, did you guys know, at one time Casper the Friendly Ghost, all of his cartoons were released onto a wonderful box set collection? And the thing is, I went ahead and I got it. And they are great. I mean, you know, (laughs) Uh, there's a thing about Casper cartoons. Like, sometimes they're so formalistic. Like, you probably sit there and think you're watching the same cartoon over and over again. But the thing is that it's so enjoyable when he gets to that final person that thinks that they're a badass. And they get all scared and run away. Ghost! (laughs) I love it. And that box set right there, I finally got all the cartoons. I can just sit back and I can chill and watch them anytime I want to, especially during this past horrific season. And not only that, this was actually supposed to be the last hurrah for the Monster Fest for you guys, because, you know, face it, it was a concentrated year this time, because usually it starts the last week of September, and then always the first week in November It's like the last load of it, because Halloween just isn't enough, you know? Like... There are times where you know you want to celebrate it, give it a little overtime. Even when we get to Christmas, I might go ahead and bring up a few horrific uh, Christmas movies, or I should say holiday films. Uh, what is the politically correct term for you all these days? Because I really draw a blank on it, and I apologize if y'all hear that noise, because apparently, like one of my USBs has something to say to me, but I ain't thinking about it right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just little things like that, man. Like, I would love us to get back to that area where, you know, we all have a joke and we all have a great grand laugh. That would be it. That would be the magnum opus right there. The final note is hit. And then everybody's enjoying each other's company. You know, like you look at your phone, for instance, and like your phone actually works and getting all that stuff out here, like we're all sitting here laughing and having a good time. But, you know, you put your phone away and you don't look at it for that moment. You know, just those kind of things. Now, those of you asking me, is Biden the answer? Is one man or one woman ever really the answer? Think about it. You still have to live. I I, I love this one. When they go in there and they say, you know, Obama didn't do anything for, I said, shut the hell up. Obama didn't do anything in terms of what? My personal income or in terms of where I go or in terms of me getting a new job? Cause like, what, what didn't Obama do for me? Because it can be a little different. You understand what I'm saying? It's like the whole thing with this Trump thing. Like it could be a little different for each and every single person based off of criteria, social status, and income class, all that kind of stuff. That plays a factor in things. Now, if I keep going for those low-tier jobs or I keep going ahead and I stay in a low-tier job, yeah, I'm pretty much going to get the same result. But if I want more and I have much more ambition and I have something to prove, and if I got to get out there in the world and do these things, then that's my upward momentum. And then I should be changing jobs every so often, or I should always be looking at something that's going to challenge me to the point where I get where I need to be, because that's called growth, damn it. You understand? And, and I never one time... Looked over at Obama, looked at Clinton. Then again, I couldn't really look at Clinton because I was a kid. But the thing is, is this. I could never look at any of these presidents that we've had in these times and say, is it okay with you if I did this? Because I never did. So when you tell me that somebody didn't give me anything, it's interesting because I probably, one, don't even know the jerk that was supposed to give me something, and two, I probably wasn't there to open my mouth because I'm sure you probably did all the dick sucking for me. So one way or another, I'm not going to sit there and just go ahead and be like, you know what? Yeah, my future and well-being and my standard of living depends on this person. Not at all. The micro and the, you know, individual status and then eventual couple status and family status. That's all up to me and whomever I'm dealing with at the time. And it's all about, you know what, let's just go on ahead and stay on this thing. Now, we we it up with the Joneses or are we trying to make all this false into reality here? Then, you know, that's our problem. Everybody's out here trying to live like the Kardashians and crap me on the other hand. I'm just trying to live like me. <laughs> And like people have a hard time with that. Self-reliance is a problem for certain people. And now let me tell you this, like certain assistance and stuff, that's cool as a backup, but I know there's a catch to it. You cannot rely on things like this. And you should always be a little wary of the the government a bit. See how much control they're trying to take from you. That's another thing people are afraid of, losing control. But then again, you never really had it at certain points, did you? See, a lot of people are afraid of that. I hope I pissed off quite a bit of people with that one. Because there's some people out there that think that they have control, never had control, longing for control. And to this point, they still all shriveled up and tired out and still trying to tell other people what to do. And you know who was a good example of that? My would-be team lead back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, he probably still sitting over there. Probably still trying to figure out. Oh, uh, gee, I, I wonder what could be done. You know, uh, uh, voting for president is a waste of time. Oh, oh, and so are holidays. Literally, he's like this, so he has no life at all. But what's funny is, is that some of those low esteem um people out there, they look at him like he's a like he's great, and I look at him, I'm like, ooh, false prophet. But I'm just saying, you know, some people like gravitate towards others, and then some people will try to denounce another person because they're so afraid of what they're capable of and what they are going to be. And like I said before, remember when I told you the retail thing that was going on there? Both my manager and my would be supervisor, team lead, whatever the hell he is, wasted time. Those two would try to denounce and belittle me. But the thing about it is, guess what? Me being me, didn't take it at all. Threw it right back in their face. Sometimes in public. Because you know why? I've said it before and I say it again. Don't let nobody treat you lower than livestock. And another damn thing is know your worth. And if you really are getting tired of any of these jobs out here, well, hey, guess what? It's time to learn some skills while you're working that job, get those things locked in, get up out of that job, do something that's more beneficial for you, and get things working right. Because you know, one way or another, I'm trying to build a lifestyle here that I don't need a vacation from. And I'm trying to build a business here to get a, a lot of art creatives, an outlet, and not only that, a nice job. In addition to like, you know, being a job creator and being a motivator, and not only that. Could change the fate of the entertainment world. Could be something new. You never know. And the best part of it is, at least I took a shot on it, whereas other people are sitting there twiddling their thumbs, and and, and some are in the fetal position sucking their thumb. And that's not a way to be at. It doesn't matter about the age. It's as long as you start. And if you have a finish, if you got a finish, then make it a very triumphant finish. You hear me on this? And I know it seems like it's more motivational now instead of horrific, but I'm telling you all those horror stories because guess what? Some of y'all are feeling that pinch right now. But did you have something in mind to build something What? If you're tired of the way things are, if you're tired of the way the mainstream media is, then why don't you be the media? Why don't you be a way to counter that media from time to time? That was my whole point. Yes, I'm in indie media, Yes. But the thing is, mainstream media ain't ready for me, and I'm willing to look over at them and say, hey, guess what? Let's do this then. And that's how you fight your way, and you don't let nothing stop you. I mean, it might seem like you got to always keep your head above water, and you got to in good with people and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that seems to be any job, but also at the same time, it just goes to show how immature they are, because everybody's talking about everybody. They talk about you when you leave the room, don't they? I'm sure they're saying a whole lot of bunch of wild stuff when I left certain jobs. Because they knew that they can't control me and I knew that my time was up. And then here's the thing. Meet me at the crossroads. <laughs> and I'm really upset about it, And I'm going to miss everybody. I didn't miss nobody. <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. Hey, you see, the thing is nobody can party like J-Man does. So, hey. That's just the way it goes down. But also, you know, I'm not here to tell you to live in fear. I'm just saying, you know, because one way or another, fear is going to always be there. You got to be there, too. So you can't be cuddling up in a security blanket and all that kind of stuff. Eventually, like I say, have your moment. Let it all out right now. But you got to pull yourself up and get ready to fight, too. Yep, because that is what we got to do. Regardless of who is in that White House. You understand what I'm saying? But I'll tell you things that some people are afraid to tell you. If it's really bad to you, turn the TV off. If you're really sick of everything, go do something else. Watch the J-Man show. Listen to the J-Man show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I went ahead and they posted up all the first season episodes now. So they're all locked in on the website, which is j360productions.com. And, um, you know... Plenty of things are coming, and I'm even working on some J360 TV stuff, which is why things are kind of late. But here's another thing for you all. Yes, there's a Jams episode tomorrow. Yes, Jams number 10 is happening tomorrow night at 10 o'clock Eastern. 10 o'clock PM Eastern, that is. Yeah, don't be up here at 10 in the morning. Be like, hey, Jay, where's the tunes? Yeah, 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 that's tonight, pal. Go listen to Jams 9. Things like that, you know, because we're going to give the monster fest a proper send off and we're going to show some more Halloween, um, effects involved in that. Like if anything, it's going to be a real killer show and I know you guys will enjoy it. And then hopefully things have died down regarding, uh, you know, certain circumstances we don't have any control over anymore, but hopefully like we can go ahead and we can enjoy the comings of our weekend a little bit better. If you get my understanding. But until then, though, this is the J-Man signing off. I hope you all take it easy and don't live in fear right now. You know, like, come back, okay? Other than that, though, this is the J-Man signing off. Peace be to you, And um, see you all at Jams tomorrow night. Once again, that's 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, adjust for your time zones, if you will. Laters.